Welcome to another episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And today we got a lot of things to talk about. One of those things, as soon as I woke up this morning, turned on the TV and what do I see? The NFL getting sued by a former NFL uh, network reporter by the name of Jim Trotter. I saw Roger Goodell this morning on the four-letter network talking with Screaming A. Smith, trying to defend the uh, accusations, so to speak. But they're doing full-on damage control, it looks like. And, you know, I mean, this is a discussion, I think, that a lot of people have had for quite some time, uh, stating stating that, you know, they, the NFL might be kind of racist in a way because there's not a lot of uh, minority owners in the NFL. And there's not a lot of minority coaches in the NFL. And now you have this uh, coming out as well. The NFL, again, getting sued by a former NFL Network reporter, Jim Trotter. Uh, the allegations, you can go ahead and check those out. I'm just looking at Yahoo Sports for reference here. And they are quite lengthy. You know, he was saying that he's kind of gotten retaliation because he went ahead and, pre well, let's say he approached uh, and asked some questions about some questionable comments being being made, in particular by Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and Bill's owner, uh, Terry uh, Higula, uh, in retaliation to the lawsuit. So there's a lot of things going on in this. I mean, you can go ahead and check out the full story again. It's on Yahoo Sports. And I'm not going to say exactly what, what he's saying, because that is, it's pretty bad. Uh, some of the, I guess, the comments that he's being quoted on. But just go and check this out. And, you know, in the lawsuit, Trotter says that he was let go from the NF NFL Network after he asked Roger Goodell about the NFL's record on race, uh, discrimination, and lack of diversity. Uh, Trotter, who was previously has worked for the NFL Network, claims that he is in good standing with the league uh, as of last November when the NFL vice president of on-air talent management, uh, Sandy Nunes, reportedly told uh, Trotter's agent there wasn't any reason why uh, his uh, contract would not be renewed, and it was ultimately not renewed. So go ahead and check that out. Again, again this is a story that's breaking, uh, and it's been all over the, the airwaves here and also on, on TV circulating everywhere from the four-letter network on ESPN to uh, FS1. Another thing that I want to talk about here is I just saw this and we were talking about this. I believe yesterday I was talking with this uh, with Chris Leha and also with Michael Jimenez. And this was in regards to the NFL using uh, artificial turf and what it means to the players uh, who have to play on that because there's a lot of injuries uh, when they're going ahead and getting on this artificial turf. And they just had this excerpt that I saw from Adam Schefter. Then he's saying that the NFL's uh, new executive director, Lloyd Howell, um, he said that all NFL stadiums need to have natural gas. And this is the excerpt. I'm going to share the screen with you guys. NFL PA executive director, uh, di executive director Lloyd Howell's statement on NFL field surfaces, moving all stadium, all stadium fields to high quality natural grass surfaces is the easiest decision the NFL can make. The players overwhelmingly prefer it. And the data is clear. The grass is simply safer than artificial turf. That's what, he, what we were talking about the other day. We we're just discussing this. And you just had this one injury that occurred on Monday Night foot, Football to uh, Aaron Rodgers. So there is an issue with this artificial turf. He goes on to say, it is an issue that has been near the top of the players list during my team visits. And one I have raised with the NFL. While we know that there is an investment to making this change, there is a bigger cost to everyone in our business if we keep losing our best players to unnecessary injuries. It makes no sense that stadiums can flip over to superior grass surfaces when the, when the World Cup comes or soccer clubs come to a visit uh, for an exhi exhibition games in the summer. But inferior artificial surfaces are unacceptable for our own players. This is worth the investment and it simply needs to change now. Well, I think that's kind of too little too late now because now you have a lot of these NFL players that are going to go ahead and start the season. There's nothing they can do about it. And most of them are going to be playing on artificial turf. And as you've seen, you get a lot of ankle injuries. You get Achilles tears like what happened with Aaron Rodgers. 
So this is something that the NFL definitely needs to look into here because, again, you don't want to have your best players or players in general having injuries due to the turf that they're playing on. So, again, <laughs> let's see what, what, be, what becomes of this. But in other news here, I'm looking at the MLB standings again because we have the highly contested race here in the AL West between the Astros and the Texas Rangers. So as of this morning or right now, real time here, looking at the standings of the AL West, you have the Houston Astros at the top of the division. Then they're followed closely by the Texas Rangers, who are two games behind them, tied with the Seattle Mariners. So this is still a, a hot race here. And the Astros have a game later on today against the o Oakland Athletics. And so do the Texas Rangers. They're going to be playing the Toronto Blue Jays uh, or later on today. And we got some some comments here already. Christopher Leha says, a little late today, but then fucking Astros are killing me. <laughs> He's saying because the Astros lost the other day to the to the Oakland Athletics. And Tim Gonzalez says, what's good, Joe? What's good, Tim? Mikey Menes, Rangers four straight. Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers are starting to win. And now it's the Astros who drop one. But, you know, there's still two games up on the Rangers. And it's uh, again, it's a highly contested race here. So things are going to get really, really interesting. And we do have some Thursday night football coming up here uh, tomorrow. And we'll go ahead and share the screen with you guys. That way you can go ahead and preview uh, the game with us here. Let's see if I can even bring up the damn thing. The one that I want. Here it is. Got it. So. We have the Vikings versus the Eagles on Thursday night football. And you can go ahead and see this on Amazon Prime Video. I know our boy Brandon Big Poppy Medina is a big Vikings fan. And <laughs> pour some out for him because the Vikings lost uh, against the, the Buccaneers the other day. And then the uh what do you call it the the Eagles, they won their game against the Patriots. So high, high, that was a really hard fought victory. Uh, Eagles winded up uh, beating the Patriots 25-20. to 20. So let's see if uh, the, the Vikings can kind of redeem themselves here. But I don't know, man. Vikings lost 20-17 to 17 against the Buccaneers, uh, against Baker Mayfield <laughs> and the Buccaneers. So you're going up a better, against a better quarterback and a better team. I don't think it's going to uh, end up well for, <laughs> for the Minnesota Vikings. They can be looking at the season going down two games real quick here. Not good when you're trying to go ahead and, and win your division. <laughs> Look at this, Chris Leha. All of a sudden, Mike wanted to talk shit. Been hella quiet, then quiet, then talking, now talking. <laughs> oh, man. It says, plus college football on Thursday night. Yeah, Tim, we do have college football coming up on Thursday night. Chris Leha. He says, bro, just pitiful as fuck, but it's all good. They'll bounce back. Got to get the dub tonight. That they do, man. They got to get that win against the A's. I mean, come on. You're playing the A's, man. You should be able to get this. Should be an easy win. Chris says, Eagles by 10. And over fist goes, what's happening, JG? What's happening, man? Thanks for watching. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, just tuning in and, and interacting with me here in the chat. Greatly appreciate that. We're going to have Jeff Garcia here joining us in the next couple of minutes. He's going to be talking about all things Spurs. And we do have some news uh, to talk about in that regards as well. It looks like the Spurs are partnering uh, with, uh, let's say, uh, I think it was Methodist Health. So they just have released a, a press uh, release in regards to that and their partnership and what that means. We'll kind of talk with that, you know, with Jeff Garcia. New rule changes here in the NBA that are going to be coming up and how's that going to affect the San Antonio Spurs moving forward into the regular season. Don't think it's going to affect us that much. Let's go ahead and put it like that. So we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Look at Mike. Who's getting day drunk with me for Friday's UTSA game? I don't know, man, but Mike, put down the phone, bro. Just put down the phone. <laughs> Jonathan C. Astros really lost to the A's with Verlander on the mound. Trash. It happens, man. You should not be losing to the Oakland Athletics. Let's just put it like that. That shit pissed me off at Jonathan. How, how do you waste a start like that? <laughs> Man, Astros fans were all riding high. Now you get one loss here against the A's, and now the sky's falling again. 
it, it is what it is, man. You know, the Rangers, they've won four games in a row. Astros drop one against the A's. It's all good. Hopefully the Astros can go ahead and redeem themselves and get a dub tonight against the A's. All will be right with the world, and they can get some breathing room between, you know, them and, of course, the Rangers. Rangers and the Mariners are probably going to be battling it out there for uh, second place there. It's two losses, bro. I forgot about that. Yeah, it is two losses. I just remembered that. You're correct. So let me go ahead and play this little ad real quick before we go ahead and get Jeffrey Garcia on the line here. So since I am, since Chris Leha is in the chat, what better ad read to play than MCS General Contracting? MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience in concrete placement. They are the best in the business, honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. And like we always say, man, MCS General Contracting got the hardest concrete in the business, man. No doubt. Chris Leha is always saying that over here in the chat. I'm waiting for him to pop in and say something about that. Uh, look, at we have an, a comment here from Tim Gonzalez. He says, Anish Shroff and Andrade Ware will call the Army versus UTSA uh, game this Friday night on ESPN. Yeah, I saw that, man. I liked your tweet. And Hanover Feast Fest was, was it Smoke Barbecue? pre-gaming before UTSA Texas State last week. Somebody keep an eye on Mike, man. If you see him out there at the tailgate, man, take away his phone. <laughs> the voice of the voices, Chris Leha. Appreciate it. Big bro, biggest decks in the game, diamond hard. <laughs> Chris Leha, man, he's he always cracks me up here in the chat, dude. Yeah, so we got, like I said, Spurs news to, to get into here. I don't know if you all saw, but they had a, a video that was circulating on social media of Victor Wembayama, man. He was going ahead and doing some stretches, keeping himself in shape there. I mean, the guy was just unreal, man. He was like a contortionist out there stretching himself out. Good to see that for him, man. You want to see him doing what he needs to do to keep himself in peak physical condition to start his rookie year because he's going to be uh, in the conversation, no doubt, for that rookie of the year, uh, let's say, award. So it's going to be interesting to see how all these stretches and all that help with his longevity. I'm going to go ahead and bring in Jeff. What's up, Jeff? You hear me, Jeff? Don't tell me we're already having technical issues. Jeff, are you there? <laughs> I think we're losing Jeff, man. I'm going to have to call him back. Can you hear you, Jeff? Let me try calling him again. He's trying to call in, and I missed his call, so couldn't hear him, though. We'll bring him in right now. Just bear with me for about a minute. Hey, Jeff, do you hear us? Bringing you in, Jeff. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. Yeah, you just cut off on me. Jeff. 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 Are you there? You keep... <laughs> I'm going to tell him uh, you keep cutting out on us man alright Jeff let's try test, this test, test. this work? yeah it's working man are you surprised tech issues no I'm not surprised tech issues everybody's exactly. seeing that right now yeah exactly nobody should be surprised at all yeah look at this we got some conversation going already what are they saying? Money bags is probably busy with the steak. Can you hear no me? No way, no way, not not yet. Although now I'm craving one now. It says, "Can you hear me now?" Good hashtag Verizon. <laughs> I remember that commercial. Was it with like some guy just wandering around yeah. like a mall or? Can like you hear streets? me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, and then he was working for um, Sprint, and now that's defunct. So I think he's now 
of working for T-Mobile or something because I think it was T-Mobile who brought up Sprint. But they but uh, Christopher Leha says money bags need to needs to get better service. <laughs> See, I told you I'm not money bags. If I was, I would have had a great service, but I'm not. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But then again, but then again, then again, I've always had tech issues. I mean, Joe, you, should, you can educate everybody about yeah. that. Well, we got to put up the graphics since you're joining us right now. You're gracing us with your presence. But I wanted to go ahead and uh, get into a discussion here because I saw something that you posted uh, earlier today. And mm -hmm. that was a new partnership with I, thought, I said it was Methodist, but it's UT Health. So the yeah. San Antonio has a new multi-year partnership with UT Health. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, a new partnership, local, so no more, uh, you know, oh, move it to Austin. It's UT Health San Antonio. It's a multi-year partnership, and it's not just the partnership with the Spurs, but the goal is also to uh, help the San Antonio community uh, health-wise. And how they're going to do that is with a new program that's going to be starting up soon. We're on the community health programming. It's called Know Your Numbers, and it's going to be launched in the coming months. So basically, it's just a way for you to assess your own health awareness and encourages you to get into healthy behaviors and a lifestyle. So it's it's yes, it is a partnership with the Spurs, but from there, it's going to branch off into community outreach and whatnot. The Spurs also announced a new uh, medical uh, a team a doctor, uh, Guy Nicolette. He's with UT San Antonio. So he is now uh, the Spurs' new uh, go-to doc. And for those of you who are wondering about, you know, the old timers, the Dr. David Schmidt and Paul Sines, well, they're going to be having a reduced role now. So this is a sign of how things are changing. Three decades, David Schmidt and Paul Sines with his team doctors. That's pretty much all but over. They're going to be lingering a bit. They're going to assist the Spurs uh, moving forward, but and also going to collaborate with the new doctor. But this is part of the transition into the new chapter of the Spurs uh, history. So, Joe, I mean, from top to bottom, they this franchise is making a whole new leaf turn into the new era, uh, Joe. Yeah, it's for a new generation. You know, I mean, you've got all these young players now moving into a world-class facility. Uh, mm -hmm. Some changes got to be made, Jeff, you know? Yeah, yeah that, that facility is not uh, ready yet. Um, I'm hearing that the uh, for Spurs Media Day will probably not be at the new uh, place. It's probably going to be at the old one, Jim, uh, where they uh, are now. Uh, so it uh, looks like there's still a few months away before uh, the new facility gets opened up. Yeah, Mike Bias is saying you should start your own sales service and call it HFM Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. And uh, Jonathan... Joe, Joe, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you to help me do all the tech stuff, though. Yeah. Jonathan C is saying, what about Dr. Candice? Yeah, I think you were just talking about that. Dr. Candice? Yeah. I think it no, was I, no, no, no. I'll talk about Dr. Sh Dr. Nicolette. That's the new ah. team doctor. And then the last uh, doctor the Spurs had for the last three decades, Schmidt and Signs, they're uh, going to be stepping aside slowly yeah. as Nicolette uh, you know, does his transition. But no, I mean, R.C. Buford uh, put out a press uh, statement, too, uh, saying it's, uh, you know, UT, Health San Antonio, and Sports Spurs Sports Entertainment, you know, is going to help with health progress in San Antonio, reduce health inequities. So uh, a lot of good, a lot of good. And then just another local company, another local uh, corporation uh, chipping in. They're looking for Frost Bank, local bank. They're the new naming uh, rights uh, to the uh, Spurs home. The new arena, and the, arena. the new arena, yeah. yeah. And then this also just shows how much the Spurs are focusing on community health because I only have this, but a f they haven't really made a big to do about this. But everybody pretty much knows about it. There's a new dog park that the Spurs helped uh, create and open up. And although you think dog park, okay, you take your you take your pets there and let them run around. No, it's actually kind of a, a park for both the pet owners and the pets themselves. So there's like tracks and hiking trails and obstacle courses. And so uh, Spurs are really looking out for the community and uh, can't blame them. You know, we, you know, no surprise there. They won the ESPN Humanitarian Award this past yeah. offseason or this offseason uh, for their helps in uh, Uvalde. Are so you going to be getting a dog too, Jeff, when you move back here? Was that, was that again? Are you going to be getting a pet, a dog, maybe a cat when you move no. back to San Antonio? No. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. No. 
No animals. No animals. No, no, none whatsoever. I just, I just don't have time. In between the new Wimby era and then you know, locked on Spurs, Kings Five, then my other uh, jobs. You know, you gotta, gotta have some time for myself, and I just cannot devote time to a pet right now. <laughs> Hey, I want to go ahead and share this with you guys because I just got this email from the San Antonio Spurs. And basically what it is, is they're giving Spurs uh, season ticket holders mm-hmm. access already to go ahead and buy the uh, the tickets for the for the games that are going to be holding in Austin at the Moody Center Friday, March right. 15th and the 17th. So their 15th, uh, March 15th game is going to be against Denver Nuggets. The game on the 17th, which is on a Sunday, is going to be against the Brooklyn Nets. And they have a link and everything you can click on to go ahead and, uh-huh. and purchase your tickets. So I'm going to go ahead and show what the ticket prices are going for right now. Here what we go. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. You know? So it's like, okay, how, how, how much are the, are the tickets going to cost you? You know, if you're going over here and you're wanting to check out a, a game at the Moody center. So when you click on that link, this is what you're, you're brought to, you're brought to this page. So if you want to go ahead and buy tickets for, for the 15th, you're like, okay, I mean, Go ahead and yeah. check that out. It starts at 7 o'clock, right? Sure. So you can see that some of the tickets are already uh, and some of the sections are already selling out. Like, of course, the prime, this prime seating center court, you know, 107s, 108s, uh-huh. you know, 120 through 118 through 120. All that prime real estate is selling out. They do have sections like 106, 104, 105 yeah. open, kind of in the corners. They're going for about $90, you know? So if you want to sit... If you're Wait, sitting, this is for Austin, right? This is not, for not the AT&T. Austin. No, okay, this okay. is for the Austin game. So, like, if you're sitting in section 104, which is kind of what I was looking at, those are a hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Now, so you're looking at now if you're going to want to go ahead and get a ticket in the lower bowl, it's about ninety to hundred bucks. Now, if you want to get mm-hmm. into the upper bowl, the two hundred sections, yeah, t- sections two hundred six, two hundred eight, kind of you know center court, court. Those are about sixty dollars, and if you're going to be a little off centered. You're looking at fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So your ticket prices right now, pre-sale, are going to be going as low as fifty, all the way up to about a hundred dollars. It's uh, not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I thought it would be a little bit more, but Me I'm too. just showing Spurs fans what to expect when the the tickets go on sale to the general public. Right now, if you're a season ticket holder, of course you can go ahead and take advantage of this. But you know, I'm just letting everybody know this is what you're looking at as far as pricing for for the games just to go see the Spurs game in the Moody Center and Austin that's not including your your uh hotel uh fare anything of that nature you know so i'm sure yeah. that the hotel prices if you haven't already reserved your room and the closer you wait the more expensive it's going to get so if you plan yeah. on going buy your tickets and immediately go and reserve your room the longer you wait the more expensive it's going to get so that's one of the uh, things that i wanted to kind of show everybody but there's a new a new rule that's coming to uh, effect here, Jeff, and that is the NBA Board of Governors, per Sham Sharnaya. He said they approved a new policy that a team is unable to rest two two star players in the same game moving forward. Multiple sources, he says, told him over there at the Athletic and Stadium, a star is defined as someone who has made an all-star, who has made the all-star or all-NBA team in the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really affect the Spurs at this point. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So if the Spurs wanted to go ahead and rest Wembeyama or let's say Keldon or Jeremy and, you know, Zach, you know, it doesn't really matter. Joe Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter at this point because they don't have an all-star or somebody who's made the all-NBA team in the past three seasons. So that's kind yeah. of a little bit comforting, I guess, if you're a Spurs fan that you don't really have to worry about that because the rule doesn't apply to you. Um, what yeah. are your thoughts and, on and, it? And, and that allows the Spurs to rest uh, Wimby a lot more often, too. Yeah, it does. If they want to. It doesn't really impact. He's not an all-star yeah. as of yet. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you hit it on the head. It doesn't really impact the Spurs as much. If anything, it's going to impact the Spurs in the sense of Spurs fans coming to see opposing teams yeah. and their star players. So, for example, let's just say Joe Garcia – Wants to see I make it Joel Embiid, you know, for the 76ers. And it's one of those nights where Joel Embiid is not playing. So and so it it kind of, you know, you know, I heard the fines are steep though, like a million dollars, like yeah, you know, too, you know, for the fines if if teams don't abide by that rule. Yeah. But the, the the NBA had to do something about it. I mean, last season was ridiculous. I mean, Dame Lillard 
you know, sitting out the the chunk of the back end of the season. You had, um, you, you know, the, obviously the Spurs were doing the Spurs thing, and that was, you know, tanking, race to the bottom. You, you know, so it was just getting out of control. I mean, last year was really, really bad. There was another player, I think, I think it was the Mavericks. I, I, one player from the Mavericks was out for an extended period of time. So all in all, you know, if anything, they should just encourage teams to play their marquee players. Because if not, Joe, my goodness, can you imagine? Imagine if you're that kid. Let's just say you're that kid from, oh, I don't know, um, well, you know, from an outside, like you're from uh, Ser- Serbia, Slovenia, uh, where yeah. uh, Luka Doncic is from. And you buy your tickets, you fly in, and then he sits out. And you go, oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to play. I'm going to see him again. I got two tickets. And then he just has the next game. So uh, hopefully this will help the fan the fan base of the NBA uh, be able to see their uh, favorite players in action more often. Yeah, Mikey Menace is here in the chat. He's saying if Pop doesn't play a healthy Wemby for a home game, fans are going to run Pop out of the out of town. So they'd probably be oh, mad. Oh, well, yeah, they'll be mad. But, um, but, you know, even that topic will be divided, too. You have team, that's okay, let them rest. Team, you know, I'm, I'm upset. You know, Wemby's not playing because historically everybody knows about players of that size and that frame don't last long in the NBA. So, that, I mean, that's going to be something really to watch for this season is the amount of rest time and the fan reaction. Look, we know at minimum 65 games he'll play. So that's what, 20 games they can play with uh, for uh, Wemby at least to have a case for the Rookie of the Year award. So uh, there's a possibility those 20 games uh, Wemby could not be in action. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and show the screen as well here because I'm showing some of the fines as we were talking about. And this is per Adrian Wojnarowski. And this is the fines that he was saying. Under the new rules, teams could be fined 100K for a first violation, 250K for a second violation, and 1 million more than the previous penalty for each additional violation. And that's what uh, his sources are telling him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's yeah, it, it's trying to discredit, you know, not or discourage. So I say uh, teams from resting their star players on back to back nights They're mm-hmm. trying to rest both of their all stars because, I mean, fans pay good money to come out and see these players play in their respective hometowns. So by them not playing, it's kind of a disappointment and it's a letdown because you have these big, uh, let's say, uh, you know, commercials that are being run prior to the game. Yeah, And it's a big billing. Hey, you're going to have LeBron versus, I don't know, Steph or, or something like that. Steph Curry. And then one of them doesn't play. So it's a, it's a big letdown. Hopefully they'll go ahead and curve that. But I was like, if the NBA is trying to put this into effect, don't they have to go ahead and run it through the CBA? You know, the collective bargaining agreement, you know, the players association and all that. I guess they don't because again, Adrian Wojnarowski said that the NBA board of governors voted to go ahead and approve the new rules, strengthening mm-hmm. the resting policy rules and punishments for stars that include national TV games and in-season tournament games and sitting out multiple all-star games together in regular season, in the regular season. It, so it, it, it is interesting, too, because uh, Silver has been known as very pro-player. Yeah. You know, for Stern was very pro-franchise owners. So for him to kind of take this stance against uh, excessive rest days is pretty interesting. Uh, but I, again, I think something needed to be done. It really, it's been getting out of hand, like you know, over the last few years, yeah. you know, players not playing, you know, oh, I have a hang now. Oh, I can't play. Sorry. You know, so uh, good on Silver to at least try to attempt. To say, we'll see once it becomes official, you know, the NBA has not made it official yet. There's been no official announcement that the uh, Player Association does push back. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, one of the things that came out of this as well is, okay, now that they've approved these new rules and it doesn't really apply to the Spurs, Victor Wembeyama could still win Rookie of the Year even if he falls short of the 65-game requirement added by the new collective bargaining agreement. It says a player who fails to play 65 games during the regular season is ineligible for five awards, but all rookie and rookie of the year's are not included in that. Uh, this so is per Bobby go. Marks. So the Spurs could, in fact, rest. Really rest him. <laughs> rest him, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? Dude, getting around imagine? that loophole. Can you imagine? 40, how- <laughs> half a season of Wimby. Just kidding. 
half a season. Half, oh man, half a season. Yeah. And what if he still wins rookie of the year, even playing just half a season, right? Oh yeah, the pushback from collective the NBA. Just imagine if uh, a guy like um, Brennan Miller plays like eighty-two games and Wimby plays forty, Jeez. and he still wins it, and then all oh, it'll be an uproar. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying that's how how ridiculous the new role is, I guess, when it comes to other teams and what they have as far as their their players on their roster, because while it's like trying to curb this, there's still going to be ways you can get around it and when you have these rookies that are coming in, especially high picks that fans are still yeah. adamantly going to want to see, there's really nothing that the NBA can do against this because technically they're not all-stars. They haven't made the NBA all, uh, all NBA team yet. So the teams can rest them and they'd still be in the billing for the uh, rookie of the year. Even if they didn't play, they played under 65 games. So, mm -hmm. you know, teams are going to find ways to get around the loophole. And I wonder if there's going to be teams that will just eat the fine. Like, I can see Mark Cuban Probably. eating the fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, he'd be one, but like, whatever. You know, Luca, you, you want to set another game? Fine. Go for it. I'll pay your bill. I'll pay the fine. Oh, God. Look at what they have here. Tim Gonzalez says, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jeff, K Jeff Garcia, a.k.a. Moneybags. What about it? They're saying you're the new owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, 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 oh. And look at what they're saying here. It's uh, Mike Bias says, Victor is 19. No reason he should be on load management. It's coming, Victor. I hate to break it to you. It's coming. Victor Wembyama, man. Uh, hopefully he wins the uh, the rookie of the year this upcoming season. But you had also, me and you had an, a new episode that came out of Locked on Spurs. And we yeah. kind of talked a little bit about Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey of uh, Jeremy Sohan. And we're mm -hmm. talking about aspects of his game that he needed to prove upon. So, yeah, that's when you were on, yeah. Yeah, so make sure you check that out. And I just saw, too, that you just released a new episode of Locked on Spurs, mm -hmm. and you had uh, Abel on there as a fan episode. What did you all talk yeah. about? Yeah, we, throughout the offseason and during the regular season, I usually bring in a fan uh, to give them the mic, and we bring up topics that fans are talking about right now. And right now, some of the three things that fans are talking about is Pop's new deal, Wembyama, of course, and ticket prices. So it's kind of funny you brought that up to start our chat here. And interestingly enough, uh, we really dive deep into the Pop talk, and he says that there's still a faction of fans that still want him to go. Like, we're not happy about him getting that five-year deal. So he he kind of reps the fan base on that aspect. And then ticket prices, we talked about that. We talked, you know, we pretty much summed it up saying this is the price you pay when you get a megastar or potential megastar i should say with victor so and that he says that fans will bite the bullet and pay those high ticket costs in san antonio you know on the secondary market the spurs are one of the most expensive tickets to get right now it's kind of on the, sec on the secondary market it's so kind of hard for me to believe masters. that yeah it's kind yeah. of hard for me to believe that because of how cheap ticket prices were last year but, I mean, mm -hmm. it just shows you the Wemby effect when you wind up getting that number one overall pick. And then if some somebody of, of Victor Wembyama's caliber who's just gone international with his stardom, mm -hmm. I mean, ticket prices are going to be at a premium. That's the price you pay. That's one of the that's the other side of the Wemby effect that people don't really talk about. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, because, you know, they're going to have a lot of this, uh, let's say, uh, merchandise that's going to be on sale, especially during the upcoming Silver and Black scrimmage. They're going to have like exclusive merch. It's going to be limited edition stuff that's going uh -huh. to be coming out. And of course, they're probably going to wind up selling everything at a premium price. Would you pay $50, $60 for a T-shirt? I don't think so, Jeff. No way. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, and here's the thing, too, is that I can I can see fans starting to gripe maybe mid-season. And then they think about this. If this is just ticket prices for regular season, if, let's just say they make the play in. Let's say they make the play in. How much tickets are going to be for that? No, oh, they're going to be going through the roof. You're probably not going to be able to buy a nosebleed ticket for no less than maybe $500, $600. Man. It's going to be bad. You think it's going to be like that much? I think it's going to be that much because think about it. The Spurs haven't been into a, uh, a play-in game uh, for, for a little bit here. You know, they haven't made it to a playoff game in quite some time. You know, and mm -hmm. especially when you go ahead and you take into effect that if that in, in fact does happen and they're playing here in front of the hometown crowd, that mm -hmm. ticket price is going to go skyrocketing through the roof. And if you're not a Spurs season ticket holder, you're going to be paying, you know, on that secondary and third market 
and they're going to they can basically charge you whatever you want, whatever they want. And, and fans are going to pay it, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and like I see the question on the chat from Joshua Jimenez. Secondary market means your ticket masters, your vivid seats, uh, your stub hubs. Uh, that's the secondary market. So basically, Joe, what would be a primary market would be just the Spurs directly. That's pretty much what it means. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, they're going to, those secondary market places are really going to poke your eyes out, man. I think about it. Think about it. Think of it to like a, a marquee game, like Chet Holmgren versus Wimby in San Antonio. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's going to be pricey. Speaking of pricey, man, it looks like you're, uh, the other day I saw that you said your parents found a relic, a collectible, a highly coveted yeah, collectible, and yeah. they're like, we're going to throw it out. What was it? So basically, uh, they cleaned out the garage and some of the old clothes, and they came across an old Spurs hockey jersey mashup. Oh, man. And I, I forgot I had that. And um, it's from a real hockey jersey, not like a, you know, like a replica. It's like yeah. a real hockey jersey, and they put on uh, – the Spurs logo in the front, I believe, in the back. I totally forgot I had that. So um, they read me the size. I go, yeah, I don't fit in that size anymore. That, 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 those, years, those years are long gone. Probably like a so, medium or something, a large. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm, I don't need it. And I'm, I'm surprised, like, um, some people didn't come out. Like, I thought uh, Josh Cook, who does the uh, card collecting, yeah. I thought he would come out and get it or some of that. Cause, I mean, I just want to sell it at this point. Yeah, I just want to, you know, because I'm never going to wear it. And but I have some people saying like, "Oh, make it a giveaway." I'm like, I ain't going to make that a giveaway on loose. Oh, sir. Yeah, maybe just keep it, man. Maybe if you have like a niece or nephew or something, keep it for them when they get older. Yeah, because they they don't make those jerseys anymore. Yeah, they don't, man. So they don't make those uh, those hockey Spurs jersey mashups anymore. And a few people uh, are asking how much, and um, they kind of back off. And I'm not trying to, you know, empty somebody's wallet or bank account. It's just it's a rare item. Yeah, it's a collectible. You know, just yeah. like an iguana's jersey would be worth something, you know? You think, this, you think San Antonio will ever get a hockey team again? Nah, I don't think so, man. I, I think they've tried that before, and the Spurs just didn't find it very profitable for them, and it was probably worth – it's just more trouble than it's worth because then they had to go ahead and maintain the, the hockey mm -hmm. rink, you know, and that calls to have somebody driving that Zamboni over there, kind of yeah. like, you know – going ahead and putting down the ice and all that then putting over the putting the court over the ice and then taking mm -hmm. that off again putting it on again i, I just yeah, think the Spurs, it, yeah. yeah at the end of the day they're like no nah, this is not working we're not getting enough of the fan base to come out is as i'd say no, so no, they not getting like. revenue back more exactly man and i think they're just finding out they just made more money probably doing hosting concerts and whatnot there Versus, yeah. you know, having the hockey team I'll, there. I'll, I'll tell you this much. So the one thing that I think, I, this is not because I know anything, but just something in my experience with the NBA 2K League for a long time now, yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if the Spurs dive into that. The, the NBA 2K League. The Spurs are one of a very few teams that don't have a 2K League team. The other teams are well, the Spurs, uh, Houston, Chicago, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and then maybe there's like one other team. But the Spurs are just like one of very few teams that don't have a franchise. But with the new announcement that the NBA players can now promote the NBA 2K League and Wimbayama has a deal with 2K Games, I'm not going to be surprised if maybe next season um, or maybe it's, yeah, well, so next season meaning the NBA 2K League new season, like ahead of that new season. The Spurs announced that they put their toes into the NBA 2K League because they started to a little bit. A few years ago, they have a uh, partnership with a mobile gaming a company based in Austin. So that was kind of like, okay, what's going on here? They have uh, gone to NBA 2K Leagues years ago to uh, scout it, yeah. to see if they want to get into it. And they got close. My sources told me they were so close to having a franchise, but they backed out because of the pandemic. But now the pandemic is over. Wimbayama has a deal with 2K Games. This new announcement. Uh, a lot of the Spurs players are big gamers and not going to be surprised that we see Spurs Gaming Club soon. Yeah, and the thing is that they do have a facility already that's in place. It's yeah, a Techport tech Arena. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fully state-of-the-art. 
and they have a really nice setup over there, especially if you're going to host, let's say, tournaments. You mm -hmm. have, you know, a really nice. Yeah, they have the facilities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it, it, it's, it's complicated, though, because take, for example, the Brooklyn Nets, their their team, they actually their headquarters and training facilities is inside Barclays Center. And I've been there several times. So the Spurs either would have to carve out um, section in the AT&T Center or, like you said, use Techport. Techport mm -hmm. probably be the best bet. And I know and there's another um, there's going to be another uh, arena somewhere that they're building. I don't know where it was at. I think it was on the south side of town where they're going to actually host uh, tournaments. Is it a Techport, though? No, the Techport is more over here towards um, the southwest uh, portion of San Antonio because mm -hmm. it's right here on the backside of uh, the now defunct Kelly Air Force Base. So it's just yeah. a stone's throw away from me. It's probably like a 10 or 12 minute drive. If I get up here on Highway 151, it kind of turns into to 90. And then you just exit mm -hmm. right away there. And, and I mean, it's right there off on the access road. So, yeah, man, I thought they were building another facility. I'm almost certain uh, there was news about that being built somewhere on the south side of town over there yeah. by Brook City Base. So that would be. Yeah, and, and, San, and San Antonio has produced a, a couple of NBA 2K League players already. There's the one that everybody knows, Seldom Mass, who's also a serviceman at JBSA. Yeah. You know, he won the Amateur of the Year award a couple of years ago. Then there was another player from San Antonio. I believe he went to Jefferson. I'm not too sure about that. Yeah. But he went to a local high school. I'll just say it like that. And mm -hmm. he was the first ever from San Antonio to make it to the NBA 2K League. So yeah. to me, just all the stars are lining up for the Spurs to finally dive in uh, because, you know, uh, you they're, they're fun. If they're, they're like that baseball thing. Like baseball is fun, like more fun if you go to the game. Yeah. These games are more fun if you go to the arenas. But uh, it's, 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 it's an investment, though, because not only do you have to, like, pretty much open up a new franchise. That's what you're doing. You're opening in a franchise and having to get players and coaches and assistant coaches and gms yes i'm saying gm they have gms but you have to get uniforms you have to get equipment you have to house these kids feed these kids you know health benefits you have to fly them to and from as of right now washington dc because that's where the, uh, all the teams meet every single week so that's airline and hotel so it's expensive man i bet so it's really a, another team that you're taking on yeah it is, it is. And so, so so for me, just, again, not based on anything, no source or anything, just me covering the league yeah. for so many years now, all the stars are lining up. And I think Wimby's going to push it over the top. I mean, yeah. Wimby with him doing the 2K yeah. endorsement, that, that's got to do it. I think it'd be a good look for the San Antonio Spurs now that they have a, a healthy plethora of these younger players and them being able to already be interested in playing NBA 2K and playing the other various sports games and you know, third person shooters and all that kind of stuff that comes out. I'm sure they're going to be into that, you know, that world of, you know, sports, uh, the mm -hmm. sport athlete, you know, venue and going out there and seeing the tourneys and all that, especially the NBA 2K. If you have the players alongside the other team, which is going to be if the San Antonio Spurs do get into that that arena, it would be really neat to see how they spin that the social media and all that kind of stuff. The videos, I mean, it'd be getting a lot of attention and that's good for the city, you know, because you're going to be able to showcase the city and have the players go out there and support the other, you know, NBA 2K players that are, are now part of the San Antonio Spurs. If, if in fact that happens probably with what maybe hopefully in the next season or two, you know, yeah, season or two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of remember that last team that's not in it. So I know it's the Bulls, the Spurs, the Pelicans, the Clippers. I'm shocked with the Clippers because that's. What's his name? Microsoft dude. Um, uh, what's the owner's name? Uh, Bill Gates. Name, but he's no, 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 no. It's a different. Uh, let me get that real fast. The Clippers owner. Uh, oh, you're talking about the Clippers the, owner. Yeah, yeah, he used to be part. I think it was of Microsoft, but he split yeah, right, up on right, his right. own. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Steve Ballmer. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Ballmer. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, he served with Microsoft from 20, 2000 to 2014. Yeah. I'm surprised they're not in it, considering he sees like the tech side of things. Yeah, no, man. Uh, they don't want Bill Gates anywhere near them right now because he's gotten in hot water over the course of the last year yeah. or two, man. So, yeah, the Pelicans. Yeah, see, the Pelicans are not in it. Uh, I know Houston. I'm sorry. Yeah, Houston is not in it because, believe it or not, that 
the franchise has another NBA 2K league in a different league. Like really? They have a team in a different 2K league, not the NBA's league. Oh, so they were we'll asking. That... Somebody over here is asking real quick, put in the chat. Wiki1 watching us from YouTube. He's saying, did Devin Brown ever make it to the 2K league? I don't think they ever had the, uh, Devin Brown. Um in the in 2k i want to no, say no. did they i'm not sure if they did well, well here's another th here's another thing too you know who owns uh an entire two uh esports fra uh franchise like an entire uh you know association no really who? fabricio berto really he's a big time gamer i interviewed him a few years ago about this and he he owns and he plays for a uh, esports uh company that he owns really? in Argentina. Yeah. Fabricio. Fabricio, yep. Wow, he owns how about that? Yeah, he's a big-time gamer. He loves it. So um, Tony Parker is heavily invested, too, in esports. Yeah, I saw that, too. And, I mean, yeah. he has already has his investments in some of the mm -hmm. other uh, – in another uh, EuroLeague team uh, that we saw over there where Victor went beyond and briefly uh, played, and then he went and played for uh, Boris Diaw's team. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know – We'll see. You know, there's all just speculation, you know, and on my part, you know, I'm just seeing, you know, I'm just reading the tea leaves right now. Like everything just tells me that it's possible, more more likely than ever, for the Spurs to jump into the NBA 2K League. And I hope they do. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if they asked me, like, uh, how does this all work? <laughs> so, <laughs> for real, right? You know, how does I'm it like, work? Where do, where do I begin? I'm like, geez, like, I'm just, the vernacular, like, going green and... Uh, reload and all this stuff so yeah. it's, it's like a whole other world man. just don't get you near the tech man because everything will start catching fire man can you imagine no the first game the spurs and i'm there and the first gaming it blows up i'm gonna tell him the sure controller blows up get him far away from the players and the equipment that's what they need to do they say you need to sit him as far away from all this as possible because jeff and tech don't mix you don't know, mix whatever that, imagine me oh. walking into tech port center like jeez yeah like the wi-fi goes out or no, something the power will probably go out or something the power goes out yeah and just because no, you step it, foot in there yeah 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 but no a lot of stuff going on um gotta go already but uh we got a, uh, a new episode of lockdown spurs fan episode is out right now yeah, with able i've submit yeah with able dominguez i submitted a new article about the ut uh health science San Antonio and the Spurs. Hopefully, uh, Ken's five editors will get up on that quick. And then I have a couple other surprises down the road uh, this week. I believe Lockdown Spurs likely will be going back to five uh, a week soon. Jeez. Very, very soon. I know. So we'll be going back to that. We'll soon. never hear from you again. You can be back on five a day. Oh, man. Man. Well, hey, as long as we can just do it around this time and keep it audio only, it's, it's doable. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the new season around right? media day is next month. Uh, the scrimmage is next month. I cannot believe how fast time flies now. Yeah, man, we're right against it already. It started training camp. Media day is going to be coming up. It. I mean, October, yeah. before you know it, is going to be here, and they're already going to be showcasing, you know, the Spurs and their preseason play. So, I mean, it's it's here, man. It's already, for all intents and purposes, the NBA season is like literally two, three weeks away, you know. Well, and, and, and NBA season, it really never ends. No. There's always something going on. Always. You know, good or bad. Always something good or bad. But, yeah. Joe, I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you for the time. I got to get back to work. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Everybody said hello. All I'll right, stay away man. from tech. I won't never go away. I'm surprised your, your, your pad never blows up when I'm there. I know, man. Well, I mean. I've, it's more because you're there. That's why. So we canceled it out. I got all my stuff fortified, man. I, I don't run cheap <laughs> stuff here, man. We have, we're running state-of-the-art <laughs> stuff, you know? All right, buddy, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, Jeff. Talk to you later, man. Thanks. Bye. And make sure you go and follow Jeff G. Uh, Jeff Garcia, should I say, on Twitter, at Jeff G Spurs Zone, where you can go ahead and check out all the great content that he has, your daily Spurs content. Uh, and we'll go ahead and share the the little uh, ad read here for Jeff. Let me go ahead and take down his picture so I can go ahead and get that started up for us here. I was going to play his intro, but I forgot to go ahead and do that. So we at least got to go ahead and do the Locked on Spurs. Locked on Spurs is your daily Spurs podcast hosted by Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the Locked on Spurs podcast. You can also follow Jeff on threads at Jeff G Ken's 5 SA. You can also follow Jeff 
on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So make sure you go ahead and give Jeff a follow, not only on threads and Twitter, but also on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Locked on Spurs. This is where you're going to be able to find the replay of the Locked on Spurs podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Yeah, so make sure you go and check that out and make sure you check out the Locked on Spurs podcast, the podcast on YouTube, uh, and subscribe to their YouTube channel as well. And another thing that we're going to be adding here, we've already started, I think it was like this last week, uh, now being part of the Alamo City Podcast Network is my own podcast, uh, Two Shots Podcast, where we talk about San Antonio Spurs basketball. Sometimes we talk a little bit about some other sports and, of course, entertainment, pop culture news as well. We went ahead and put the inaugural episode out here on our on this platform, the Alamo City Podcast Network. So make sure you check that out. It is available on our YouTube channel. And again, we greatly encourage and appreciate if you can go ahead and give us a follow uh, and subscribe to our channel. Um, any little bit helps. And we're trying to get to the 1000 subscriber magic number so we can go ahead and become a fully monetized channel. Uh, on Friday, I'm going to make an announcement. We have some changes coming up to the show that are going to be going into effect starting next week. Uh, while I love doing the show five days a week with you guys, I got to say, man, trying to run the show all by myself and do everything all together here, you know, do the producing, do the show and all that. It's taxing, man. I'm, it's, it's, it's a drain on me physically. I get tired because uh, I have to wake up so early to get this, you know, all set up so we can go ahead and do the show. So I might be dialing back a, a day or two. So we're going to go to make that announcement and let you guys know what we have working on what we're working on come next week and we might have an additional show being added on as well so we have some things that we're really excited about and we're really working on and we might even have my my good friends here um from the countdown city geek cast uh coming on and helping us uh with another show as well so we're in the talks right now about some new things some diversity that we're going to bring to the alamo city uh podcast network here which is good for everybody because who wants to just see my ugly mug all the time or, or listen to Mikey Menace, you know? So we're going to have some diversity being added on here. Some new shows for you guys to tune in and look at and have some fun with. Uh, but either way, we're looking forward to, to rolling these things out. So before we go ahead and start bringing the show to a close, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, another ad read from here. Our good friend and sponsor from day number one. And that has been uh, J-Par Real Estate. J-Par Real Estate has been a proud sponsor of ours since day one. Check out Cynthia J. Sanchez. Her reviews can't be wrong because all of the people that she sells homes to, they give her five stars and say that she is prompt, that she is understanding, that she communicates well, that she calls back, that she answers questions correctly. And yes, they say that she is good at what she does. If you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, whether it be a rental property, primary residence, or Airbnb, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez from JPAR Real Estate. Her number is 210-273-0748. She has 16 years of experience in real estate and is a former claims adjuster with USAA. So she knows what she's looking for when she's showing you those pre-owned homes. Give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call at 210-273-0748 for all your real estate needs. There you go. Make sure you do call Cynthia J. Sanchez. She's really good at what she does. So if you're looking to go ahead and buy a home, sell a home, or even go ahead and get into a rental property, make sure you give her a call at 210-273-0748. Let's go ahead and pop in the chat real quick as we're starting to bring things to a close here. Yeah, Tim Gonzalez says, bring CT. I didn't say she wasn't going to be part of this. She still might be. Uh, even if we're not doing, uh, let's say, Tuesdays or, or something like that nature, uh, she'll still be involved. I'll still bring her on. She's a a friend of mine, and I've already talked to her about some things behind the scenes as well. So yeah, definitely CT will be involved in what we're doing in some capacity. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've known her for over six years. Me and her and Guylan, uh used to do uh, Spurs React with Chris Duell back in the day uh, over at the iHeartRadio uh, uh, station there uh, for WOAI 1200. So we've been friends since then, man. So she, she's, she'll still be a part of this show no matter what we do. <laughs> and look at Mike Baez, need some help, Joe? I do need help, bro. <laughs> I do uh, feel like um, I'm doing everything by myself right now. You know, uh, I have to wake up quite early, though, man. I wake up like at 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I got to go drop off kids at school and stuff. Come back home, 
I'm lucky if I get something to eat. You know, sometimes I might have like a little protein shake or something. Sit down, look at topics, get the top topics ready for the show, get the graphics, get everything ready, set up the, uh, you know, the, the guests that we're going to have on and whatnot and being able to run the show. And it's kind of like looking left and right at the same time because, you know, there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. You know, when I'm here, I have like huge uh, monitors in front of me. So I have to have all these tabs open on one side. I have to have another system open. I'm looking at your comments here and I want to make sure that I'm putting everybody's comments up here because, I mean, I don't want to make anybody feel left out. And I really greatly do appreciate everybody who's watching and interacts with us. So uh, I'm doing I'm doing everything. That's why I'm not always looking at the camera here because I got things everywhere else, man. So I'm telling you guys, man, I, I do it because I love doing it, man. And there's no excuse like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this show. It don't matter, dude. If I'm tired, I'm still doing this thing. Got two hours sleep, still doing this thing. It don't matter, man. But at some point, I, I got to I gotta be able to breathe a little bit. So yeah, we're, we're going to be working on some things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, stay tuned, man. We're going to make some announcements on Friday. And we're going to ha have Mike uh, Jimenez in studio with us on Friday as well. So we're going to probably have him do a, a movie review or something of that nature. I'm going to get with him today to see what he wants to review as far as the, the nostalgia effect, his, his old school movies. We're keeping him away from Transformers, the original OG movie from back in the day. He's never allowed to touch that one. But maybe I'll give him something else. I mean, anybody got a recommendation of a movie that we can give Mike, uh, you know, get Mike to go ahead and watch? I was thinking of actually telling tell him to watch like The Golden Child or something from from back in the 80s and see what he thinks about it. I bet you he hates it, man, because he didn't like um, Big Trouble in Little China. He said that was garbage. His exact words, the cult classic, man. He, he seems like he's a he doesn't like good movies, but that's <laughs> that's just me. And as uh, before we go ahead and end this episode, let's go ahead and uh, give another shout out to one of our other uh, sponsors here, which is Serenity Manor. Serenity Manor is an events venue located at 14405 Old Bandera Road, across from Flores Country Store, set in a historic building that is over 100 years old. You can have a baby shower, bridal showers, quinceañeras, sweet 16s, corporate events, weddings. There's an indoor and outdoor venue with the dance floor and a sand volleyball court out in the back set under the shade of the trees, and there is beautiful lighting in the evenings. Serenity Manor is a very beautiful place that is very family-oriented, and they have rotating Thursday nights. They have karaoke and game nights. They also have a bar that serves beer, wine, and margaritas. So after a concert at Flores Country Store, you can go over, diagonal across the street, catty corner, grab a beer, get away from the crowd, and check out the beautiful Serenity Manor. So make sure you guys uh, go and check out Serenity Manor. Again, their address is 14405 Old Bandera Road in Lotus, Texas. They are right across the street, Caddy Corner, from Flores Country Store. Best thing about that is if you're out there taking in a concert at Flores Country Store, you can pop into Serenity Manor after the concert and grab yourself a beer so you don't have to, uh, to go drive somewhere else and then contend with the big line of people. So you can go ahead and get yourself uh, one last drink before you hit the road. So make sure you go and check them out. Well, that's about all the time we have for today's show. Again, I appreciate you guys for, for tuning in and, and putting up with me and, and Jeff Garcia. Uh, look at Tim Gonzalez says, the voice of the voice is Chris Leha, host the show. I will get Chris Leha in here. I told him I'm going to go ahead and bring him into uh, the studio. It's, it's going to be fun to have him and our other boy, uh, Spernandez, when he's in town to come in here and talk sports and everything else. Because Spernandez is the number one necio in San Antonio, and he grew up in my old haunts here in the Marbach area. We'll talk to you and tell you some tales from the duck duck pond over here by Marbach. Look, Mike Bias, can you imagine what the Dan uh, Levitard show goes through? I can only imagine, dude. That dude's been through a lot of stuff already. What did you say? Bias, Leha hosting the show, man. This show will get rated R. <laughs> Go rated R. It probably will, but it'd be fun nonetheless, man. So we are going to go ahead and start reaching out to some of the fan base here and see if we can go ahead and get you guys either in studio or we can go ahead and bring you on uh, via some you know phone call or something just like I did, Jeff. But again, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for watching another episode of the Alamo City Sports Cast. And like we always say, man, we'll see you boys later. We're out now. Peace. Thank you.